Checkered Flag Podcast with host Michael Shelton. Part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Checkered Flag Podcast, Michael Shelton. And hello, race fans. Welcome to another edition of the Checkered Flag Podcast. I'm Michael Shelton. It's great to be with you all once again as the third round of the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup playoffs begin this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. You can listen to a new episode of the Checkered Flag Podcast every Friday through our website, WRALsportsfan.com, and also through the WRAL Sports Fan app. Once you are on the website or the app, click on Podcasts and you'll find the Checkered Flag Podcast logo. You can also listen on major podcast providers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. If you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, my handle is Mr. Underscore Sheltonius. Again, that is M-R underscore S-H-E-L-T-O-N-I-U-S. I will respond to any comments or questions you may have. We have another great episode of the Checkered Flag Podcast for you this week. Coming up, you'll hear from NASCAR Hall of Famer Tony Stewart on the expansion of his racing team to NHRA Drag Racing. You'll also hear from NASCAR Cup drivers Joey Logano and Tyler Reddick following testing of the next-gen car earlier this week at Charlotte. Finally, you'll hear from NASCAR Xfinity and Cup contenders Harrison Burton and Martin Truex Jr. before this weekend's races at Texas. Before we begin, I just want to let you know that NBC Sports and WRAL-TV5 are your home for NASCAR this weekend from Texas Motor Speedway. It all begins on Saturday at 3 p.m. on NBC and WRAL-TV5 with live coverage of the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Andes Frozen Custard 335. Then on Sunday at 2 p.m., catch live coverage of the NASCAR Cup Series and the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 nationwide on NBC and locally on WRAL-TV5 in Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. We'll start this week's podcast with Formula One, which last Sunday held the Turkish Grand Prix in Istanbul. And after earning eight podium finishes this season without a victory, Valtteri Bottas finally grabbed his first win of 2021 last Sunday in Turkey. Max Verstappen finished as the runner-up in Turkey and in the process retook the lead in the F1 World Championship standings. Sergio Perez finished third earning his third podium of the season. Prior to the race, Lewis Hamilton came in atop the F1 standings by two points over Verstappen, but he was assessed a 10-grid penalty as his Mercedes team made the decision to change a component in his engine, marking his fourth of the season, which is a penalty. As a result, Hamilton had to settle for a fifth-place finish at Turkey, and he now trails Max Verstappen by six points in the F1 standings. Formula One is off this weekend, but will return next Sunday with the running of the United States Grand Prix at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Returning stateside, the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series held the Nittany Showdown at the Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania last weekend. On Friday, 
Kerry Madsen returned to drive in a sprint car for Tony Stewart Racing for the first time since he suffered injuries in a crash at the Knoxville Nationals in August. His return was successful as he earned his 28th career victory. Then on Saturday, 23-year-old upstart driver Spencer Baston picked up his second career World of Outlaws victory after earning his first win earlier this summer at Attica Raceway Park. Baston and his team, CJB Motorsports, are planning to race full-time in World of Outlaws starting next year. The sprint cars are off this weekend, but will return next Friday at Kansas City. Brad Sweet has a 92-point lead atop the World of Outlaws standings over second-place David Gravel after last weekend's races. Now let's switch gears to the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series, which held the NHRA Fall Nationals last weekend at the Texas Motorplex just south of Dallas. The big winners in Texas were Justin Ashley in Top Fuel, Ron Caps in Funny Car, Greg Anderson in Pro Stock, and Matt Smith in Pro Stock Motorcycle. After this weekend, Steve Torrance leads the top fuel standings by 52 points over Brittany Force, while Matt Hagen leads Ron Caps by 33 points atop the funny car standings. Looking at the pro stock standings, Greg Anderson has an 81-point lead at the top over Erica Enders, while Matt Smith leads Steve Johnson by 8 points in the pro stock motorcycle category. This weekend, NHRA is at the Bristol Dragway in Tennessee for the NHRA Thunder Valley Nationals. You can watch the finals of the Thunder Valley Nationals from Bristol on Sunday at 2 p.m. on FS1. Meanwhile, I mentioned Tony Stewart racing earlier regarding his sprint car team. But on Thursday, the NASCAR Hall of Famer officially announced that he is expanding his racing operation to NHRA. Starting next season, Tony Stewart Racing will field two full-time entries in the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series. The first car will compete in Top Fuel and will be driven by Leah Pruitt, who has competed in Top Fuel for the last eight years and also won the 2020 NHRA Hot Rod Heritage Racing Series title in the Funny Car category. Pruitt also just happens to be Tony Stewart's fiance. Tony Stewart's second car will be driven in the funny car category by three-time funny car champion Matt Hagen. During a press conference on Thursday, Stewart explained what drove him to get involved in NHRA. You know, I guess this started back in 2009 when I uh, had the honor to meet Don Schumacher and Tony Schumacher because of a mutual partner that we had in, in uh, motorsports together and got invited to go to the U.S. Nationals and... Um, Tony ended up winning the Nationals that year, but that kind of got the bug set a little bit. And uh, But then, obviously, last year when Leah and I started dating, I, and Don gave me the opportunity uh, through a tough time of COVID, uh, a lot of restrictions uh, of and policies to not only be at the racetrack, but to be around the crew guys and the team and and to uh, you know be behind the scenes with Leah. I got to learn a lot, and, and that, that definitely set the hook. Uh, and over the last year and a half, I've learned a lot about the sport. Uh, learned a lot about the economics of the sport and definitely, uh, like I said, it definitely set the hook with me and, and uh, created a lot more interest in uh, just, I'm not a very good spectator in any form of motorsports, as you guys know. So uh, to have the opportunity to, to be engrossed in 
uh, NHRA drag racing over the last year and a half has created a lot of uh, interest for me to uh, do more than just stand and uh, be a trophy wife to stand beside Leah. So, um, you know, being able to have this opportunity to, uh, you know, go from two, 2009 all the way to 2021 and sit up here today and, and announce that we're having the opportunity to, to start a uh, TSR drag racing team with Leah driving the top fuel car and Matt in the funny car uh, is something I'm truly excited about. This has um, been something that we've been working on for a while in this over the course of 2021. It's uh, been a lot of work to get to this point, but uh, we've got great people behind us. We've already got some partners that are on board uh, and, and we'll announce you know other partners down the road. But um, the, the good thing is that I'm really excited about this. It's not gonna take away from anything that I'm doing with our, our other forms of motorsports. And as you guys know, with having Eldora Speedway and the All-Star Circuit of Champions, uh, you know, the four cup teams and Xfinity team, we're used to juggling a lot of balls and having a lot of balls in the air. So uh, adding this to the portfolio is uh, not anything that's gonna take away from what we currently have. Uh, if anything, it's gonna enhance it with a lot of our partners. So I think it's a, a great opportunity. It's something that uh, obviously, you guys have seen that I've had the opportunity to do some testing in Don's cars and Leah's car, uh, not only here at Z-Max, but uh, at the uh, drag strip in Las Vegas as well. So it's something I'm passionate about, and uh, you know, I feel like I've got a great opportunity with two great drivers to have a lot of fun, win a lot of races, and, and hopefully win a lot of championships down the road. 2021 has already been an eventful year for Tony Stewart. In addition to his engagement to Pruitt, he co-founded the Superstar Racing Experience Series with Ray Everham and won the inaugural championship in that series over the summer. Both Pruitt and Hagen currently compete for Don Schumacher Racing, which also announced this week that eight-time top fuel champion Tony Schumacher will return to the team next season in a full-time capacity. And last Saturday, the Arkham Menard Series West hosted the Napa Auto Care 150 at All-American Speedway in Roseville, California. Jesse Love was looking to hold on to his lead in the West Championship standings, but on the second-to-last lap, he was bumped from behind by championship rival Jake Drew, bringing out a caution. That would force overtime, and in the extra lap, it was 31-year-old P.J. Pedroncelli, who would go on to earn his first career Arkham Menard Series West victory in his 21st start. Making the win even more special was that his father, Paul, was also driving in the same race. Making the win even more special was that his father, Paul, was also driving in the race as he finished 22nd. Meanwhile, Joey East was the runner-up while Jake Drew was 8th and Jesse Love ended up in 12th. With one race remaining in the Arkham Menard Series West schedule in Phoenix on November the 6th, Jesse Love now just has a one-point lead over P.J. Pedroncelli in the championship standings, while Jake Drew is behind by three points, Joey East trails by five points, and Cole Moore has a six-point deficit. I'll preview this weekend's NASCAR races in just a moment. First, I just want to remind you that NBC Sports and WRAL-TV5 are your home for NASCAR this weekend from Texas Motor Speedway. It all begins on Saturday at 3 p.m. on NBC and WRAL-TV5 with live coverage of the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Andes Frozen Custard 335. Then on Sunday at 2 p.m., 
Catch live coverage of the NASCAR Cup Series and the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 nationwide on NBC and locally on WRAL-TV5 in Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. Now, the weekend NASCAR began on Monday and Tuesday at the Charlotte Roval following competition over the weekend as 21 teams and 25 drivers participated in testing of the next-gen car that will make its debut next season. Among the drivers present at Charlotte were Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, and Ryan Blaney. Following his runs, Joey Logano shared his impressions of the next-gen vehicle. Well, I think if you ask any race car driver, they want more horsepower. <laughs> there's, the, there's never enough of that. Um, so, you know, I think we'll always want more. But, um, you know, with the, the wider tire, um, you're just able to carry more speed for the most part, right? You can drive in harder, you got bigger brakes. Drive in the corner harder, you got more mechanical grip with the bigger tire. Uh, you also have a softer compound than what we just raced here as well. Uh, so, so I think that's some of the biggest things you notice. And then I think the independent rear suspension giving it a lot more rear bite, uh, especially leaving the corners. It seems like that's where uh, that stands out the most. So, um, you know, it's still a stock car. It's still heavy. You still can't, you know, transfer load too quickly and, and you still have to be smooth with it and all that, And which is what we're, we're all used to. But it's still a pretty big transition to what we used to have where, you know, like I said, if you drove in too hard, you're wheel hopping off the racetrack. It's you can recover now, um, you know, so. I don't know if that's good or bad. You, you can probably be the judge of that. Uh, it's the same for everyone. If it's just my car was like that, it'd be great, but everyone's car does that. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be uh, interesting to kind of see how it is. But, you know, even though something I've learned already is that, you know, even though we all have the same parts and pieces on the cars, you know, for the most part, um, you know, besides engines and bodies and whatnot, but, uh, you know, with the suspension pieces all being, you know, the same, there's still a lot of ways to put it together, um, you know, where, where we're trying to figure out what direction to go with some of those adjustments. Among the biggest concerns among drivers during testing was the steering of the vehicle, as well as excessive heat inside the cars, which NASCAR looked to correct in part with changes to the exhaust pipes, additional air ducts, and slits in the rear windows. Following his runs, Richard Childress Racing driver Tyler Reddick talked about the alterations made to the car as far as reducing the heat inside the cockpit. Well, it's a, it's a potential fix, I think, um, for us. I, I personally didn't think it was that hot yesterday. Um, ran a lot of laps. Uh, when I take that in consideration, the consideration of the wear and tear from racing a, a, a tough race in general the day before, I thought the heat in the car and how I stood up to the, to the day um, was very, very manageable. Um, I wasn't feeling my best going into the race on Sunday, so I knew I was going to, you know, it was going to be a, a tarred race, and then to have that and then be back here on the very next day testing in the morning was going to be a tough turnaround. So I didn't think the heat was that bad, the, you know, the things that we're trying there. Uh, when we started this morning, I was I actually commented that I was cold, <laughs> like I needed I'd start turning stuff off in the car. So I think it's a good solution for the races or the types of racing that, that create a lot of heat inside the car. It's great to know that that's going to work, but um, some of the things that, that we've done have just added downforce to the car, and um, I already feel like where we're at, uh, we already have too much downforce on this car. It's almost a little, I wouldn't say it's easy to drive. You're still driving the daylights out of it, but 
you're not really having to manage the throttle a lot. The more downforce you add, um, you know, the easier it's going to be to put the power down. We're almost just just going right back to wide open throttle like you would in a streetcar accelerating from a from a stoplight. So I don't want to see more downforce, but it's nice to know that we have some options and helping cool the inside of the cars off if you know it gets really hot at a super speedway or some of these mile and a half tracks where you're racing in a lot of dirty air. Next-gen testing will continue at Charlotte on November 17th and 18th, with more testing scheduled for Phoenix in December and Daytona in January. And now, on to this weekend, which will see the round of eight in the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series playoffs begin at the mile-and-a-half Texas Motor Speedway. Following this weekend, NASCAR will then head to Kansas and Martinsville over the next two weeks before the championship weekend at Phoenix in the first weekend of November. The action will begin on Saturday with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the running of the Andes Frozen Custard 335. The eight drivers that will make up the round of eight of the Xfinity playoffs will be led by the current points leader and last week's winner at Charlotte, A.J. Allmendinger, followed by Austin Sindrick, Justin Allgaier, Noah Gragson, Daniel Hemrick, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, and Brandon Jones. The four drivers that were eliminated from the Xfinity playoffs last Saturday at the Charlotte Roval were Jeb Burton, Myatt Snyder, Jeremy Clements, and Riley Herbst. Back in June, Kyle Busch won the first Xfinity race at Texas this season, but he has now officially retired from Xfinity competition. Meanwhile, Austin Sendrick also has a victory at Texas to his credit in June of last year. In fact, Sendrick has only finished out of the top 10 at Texas one time in seven Xfinity races. But last year's edition of the fall race at Texas was won by Harrison Burton, who now looks to repeat this weekend and punch his ticket to the championship four. During a Zoom session this week, Burton talked about his outlook heading into the next three playoff races. Yeah, they're all really awesome racetracks. Um, you know, Texas and Kansas are very different mile and a half. You know, Texas is, is a, kind of a newer repave. Uh, it's starting to get some bumps and wear and tear on it the more and more we go. Um, but it's, it's still fairly high grip. Um, so we're a lot of on throttle time, a lot of high speed, um, really not never using a ton of brake. Um, and we're pretty much, I don't know where we're going to run with the, with the resin being down. So that's going to be a fun challenge to figure out. Um, then you go to Kansas and that is a awesome racetrack for multiple group racing, right? We're going to be all over that racetrack, try to find grip all the way from the top to the bottom. Um, and that's fun as a driver because you feel like you have something that in your hands that you can kind of control as far as, Hey, you know, here's a, you know, my car is tight. Let me try and move up, see what it, what it does. So uh, that's always fun. And then you go to Martinsville and it's just good old short track racing to try and get to Phoenix, which is uh, hopefully we'll have won by then. Um, and we won't have to kind of win or, or have a great day there because it's going to be chaos for sure. And finally, the NASCAR Cup Series will hold the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 at Texas on Sunday for the first race of the round of eight of the NASCAR Cup playoffs. The drivers that will make up the round of eight for the next three races are led by current points leader and last week's winner at Charlotte, Kyle Larson, followed by Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski. 
The four drivers that saw their championship hopes end last Sunday at Charlotte were Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman, and William Byron. Last season, Kyle Busch won the fall race at Texas that started on a Sunday and finished on Wednesday due to weather conditions. Back in June, the NASCAR All-Star Race was held at Texas for the first time, with Kyle Larson picking up the win. While Kevin Harvick is out of the championship chase, he will look to play spoiler as he won three straight Texas playoff races from 2017 to 2019. Speaking of Harvick, it was revealed on Thursday that NASCAR officials called both Harvick and Chase Elliott's race teams in an attempt to simmer down the feud between the two drivers that began last month at Bristol and ignited again last week at the Charlotte Roval when Harvick sent Elliott into the wall on lap 55. After returning to the track following repairs on Pitt Road, Elliott vowed revenge against Harvick on his radio, but Harvick took himself out with 11 laps to go by locking up a tire and crashing into the wall in turn one, eliminating himself from the playoffs while Elliott advanced to the next round. In an interview with SiriusXM, Elliott's crew chief, Alan Gustafson, shared details of the call, saying that NASCAR officials made it clear to them that they had seen enough. Whether or not this means the feud has been officially put to rest remains to be seen. But one playoff driver you'll definitely want to keep an eye on at Texas is Martin Truex Jr. He will be making his 32nd Texas Cup start this weekend, and he has 17 top 10 finishes and five top 10 runs to his credit at the track, including his second runner-up finish in last year's playoff race. During a Zoom session this week, Truex talked about returning to Texas this weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, we didn't run that well in the All-Star race this year, but, you know, All-Star race is always kind of a kind of shot in the dark kind of deal. Um, but, you know, last fall we ran second in Texas, and hopefully we can use some of that uh, that we learned. But, uh, you know, in general, I always look forward to going out there. It's, it's been uh, one of those tracks that we haven't been able to win on yet, which is kind of frustrating um, because we've been so close so many times. So hopefully uh, be uh, no better time to win than now. So, you know, all three races are equally as important. So it really doesn't matter, um, you know, where they lie. Uh, you know, obviously the, the ultimate way to go about this is just go win the first one. But, you know, there's a lot of guys with that in mind as well. So, uh I think for us, you know, all three tracks in the playoffs coming up are, uh, you know, pretty good ones and, you know, pretty stress-free really other than, uh, you know, just trying to show up and get the job done, see what happens. And with that, I want to say thanks to all of you for listening to the Checkered Flag podcast through our numerous platforms, be it through the WRAL Sports Fan website and app or through our major podcast providers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Underscore Sheltonius. Before I depart, I just want to remind you that NBC Sports and WRAL-TV5 are your home for NASCAR this weekend from Texas Motor Speedway. It all begins on Saturday at 3 p.m. on NBC and WRAL-TV5 with live coverage of the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Andes Frozen Custard 335. Then on Sunday at 2 p.m., catch live coverage of the NASCAR Cup Series and the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 
nationwide on NBC and locally on WRAL-TV5 in Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. I hope you will join me again next week as the round of eight of the NASCAR playoffs continues at Kansas Speedway and Formula One returns to Austin, Texas for the United States Grand Prix. Until then, this is Michael Shelton reminding you, please do not text and drive, and I'll see you at the track. You've been listening to the Checkered Flag Podcast with Michael Shelton. Don't forget, there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Checkered Flag Podcast.